بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له وما يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسل الله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا دائيان الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا فما بعد فقال تعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما وقال نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه واله وسلم ان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدع وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار my brothers and sisters elders yesterday we buried one of our sisters a iraqi sister we had the janaza here which reminds me again and again and i remind you that one day one ramadan will be our last and that is the topic of my khutbah is this my last ramadan obviously i can't answer it for myself and you can't answer it for me either but the fact remains that one ramadan will be our last allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent us ramadan al kareem to enable us to draw close to him and that is why he said jalla jalaluhu about the purpose of ramadan ya ayyuhalladhina amanu kutiba alaykumus siyamu kama kutiba ala alladhina min qablikum la'allakum tattaqun allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said oh you who believe fasting saum has been prescribed upon you as it was prescribed upon those before you so that you may become muttaqun all promises of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are for people of taqwa not merely for muslimun but for muttaqun to be muslim is to enter the fold is to enter the boundary but to benefit from anything we have to do more than entering the boundary if you do not enter the boundary you are obviously out of it but even if you enter the boundary and you do nothing else you don't get the benefits you are in the boundary alhamdulillah and that is a benefit in itself but what about all the multiple benefits in keeping with the grace and mercy of our rabb jalla jalaluhu which we will not be able to accept uh, accept uh, access unless we do more and that more is taqwa and that is why allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said inna allaha ma'al ladina taqaw wal ladina hum muhsinun verily allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with the people of taqwa and with the people of ihsan taqwa is to love allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so much that we have fear to do anything which displeases him jalla jalaluhu the more we love allah the more we fear to displease him and that is the state of taqwa taqwa is the state where a muslim asks this question one simple single question before he or she does anything or says anything and that is does this please allah that's it life is very simple islam is very simple just one question 
ڈز دس پلیز اللہ دیر آر تھری پاسبل آنسرس یس اٹ پلیز از اللہ سو ڈو اٹ نو اٹ ڈز ناٹ پلیز اللہ سو ڈونٹ ڈو اٹ آئی ڈونٹ نو اف اٹ پلیز از اللہ اور ناٹ سو ڈونٹ ڈو اٹ فائنڈ آؤٹ اینڈ دین ڈو اور ناٹ ڈو اینڈ فار پیپل آف تقوا اللہ سبحانہ و تعالیٰ پرامسڈ ہی سیر و میت تقی اللہ یا اللہ مخرج و یرزق ہو من حیث لا یحتسب و میت وکل اللہ فہو حسب اللہ سبحانہ و تعالیٰ سیڈ وچ مینز اینڈ ہو ایور ہیز تقوا اللہ سبحانہ و تعالیٰ ول میک اے وے آؤٹ فار ہم ول میک اے وے فار دس پرسن ٹو گیٹ آؤٹ آف ایوری ڈفیکلٹی اینڈ ہی جل جلال ہو ول پرووائڈ ہم فرام سورسز ہی کوڈ نیور امیجن And whosoever puts his trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will become sufficient for him. The question really to ask is, do we want Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be with us or not? Do we need Allah or not? Do we think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sufficient for us or not? They may sound like dumb questions, but these are very fundamental questions. We seriously need to ask this question. And answer these questions for ourselves. Do we want Allah to be with us? Seriously. No point in saying yes, of course. Yes, of course means that Allah is not going to be with you in the sense of being with you, meaning he's there. He's witness, but he's not helping you in your haram business. So if you really want Allah to be with you, what does it mean? We have time now. In Ramadan, Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us barakah and time. So let us reflect and decide once and for all. And change our lives to reflect this. Because remember, only actions get results. Only doing counts. Not merely knowing. That is why there is no such thing as an NPM. Non-practicing Muslim. If you don't practice, you are non-Muslim. Knowing and not doing... is proof against the slave. Deliberate ignorance, deliberately not knowing is not defense in law. Ignorance is not defense in law. We must learn at least enough for our lives and to do the things that we need to do. That much knowledge is essential. And then we have to, we must practice that knowledge. <clears throat> Taqwa is the goal and is its own best reward. All other rewards of Ramadan al-Kareem are a bonus. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for His bounty and mercy. Let us ask ourselves the question which I've asked myself and you many times before. Will we enter Ramadan or, or will Ramadan enter us? Will we enter Ramadan or will Ramadan enter us? We are already in Ramadan. We entered Ramadan yesterday. And if this is what it means that we enter Ramadan, then on the first of Shawwal, we exit. But if Ramadan enters us, the spirit of Ramadan, what it means? If that enters us, then inshallah we hope for this to remain with us throughout our lives. As I mentioned to you in my khutbah last week, where I quoted for you, The khutbah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the last khutbah, the, la, the khutbah he gave in the last Friday of uh, Shaban about Ramadan, 
and if you if you were not here listen to the recording it's there rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened the doors of jannah ensure that they never shut for you he said allah shut the doors of jahannam ensure that they never open for you that is the difference between we entering ramadan if we enter ramadan then these doors which are open today will shut on the first of shawwal and the doors which were shut will open but if ramadan enters us <clears throat> then the doors which opened inshallah and we ask allah for this will remain open for us and the doors which were shut of jahannam and the punishment of allah will remain shut let's monitor our gains going forward what are the metrics look for the signs of taqwa as we go forward in ramadan let's see whether fasting is getting us what it's designed to get us i remind myself and you that no ibada is for its own sake salah is not for the sake of salah fasting is not for the sake of fasting and so on and so on every ibada has a reason the ibada is a tool to get us somewhere to get to do something and that something is the same for all ibadat and that is the rida of allah the pleasure of allah the qurb of allah the closeness of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so let us monitor our <coughs> fasting and see whether we are getting taqwa because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said la allakum tattaqun so that you may become muttaqun is it happening four things to check as we go forward number one are we doing more or less of all good works are we doing more or less of all good works i used to delay salah am i now do i continue to delay salah or am i praying now on time rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam hadith ala waqtihi on time means what pray it at the exact time i used to only pray for then run away now what do i do and so on and so on do we do more or am i continuing the same or doing less number 2 being careful with the boundaries of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said la taqrabuha he said do not go near them we're not talking about breaking the boundary or or going over the boundary we're talking about not even going near the boundary which means what which means for everything we say or do we ask this question which i asked you before does it please allah has allah permitted this or not not going fatwa shopping to say oh well you see in this mazhab it is it is halal that's nice so which mazhab do you follow i follow whichever is easiest really think about this being careful with the boundaries of allah number 3 always earn halal eat halal again don't play games do not play games because the game is with yourself nobody else and you will pay the price not anybody else do more be overly careful because with allah subhanahu wa taala you can never be too careful earn halal eat halal if there is a any iota of doubt don't touch it we should really do this for allah subhanahu wa taala but i always remind myself and you that supposing somebody said something that you are violently allergic to something that literally put you in hospital and somebody says you know there may slight chance maybe in this food will you touch it 
you won't even enter the room with that food but when somebody says you know this is zabiha no zabiha no no yeah no no brother mashallah mash i don't know i have this fatwa your choice do what you i never argue so please don't play game with yourself always earn halal always eat halal and number 4 who do you look to for reward allah or the people there are four things to do as we enter ramadan number 1 clean our hearts allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said illa man atallaha biqalbin salim allah said it will not help you the mal and banin the wealth and the children will not help you wealth and children means not necessarily children children meaning support and power and authority and what not they will not help you what will help us is accept him who brings to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala qalbun salim a heart that is complete and soul and which is pure and which is free from shirk and nifaq and all kinds of uh, things which allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dislikes a heart that is free from hatred from dislike of another brother or sister because of whatever they said and did this is the time forgive remove it from your heart i always say this to myself and you our choice is to become garbage collectors or the collectors of flowers our memories can be one big garbage bin full of stinky garbage or it can be a beautiful bouquet of flowers which is fragrant our choice people will do both things believe me except for rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam there is nobody who does all good and even with rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam his wives had problems and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then declared and he said if you got a problem with my nabi i will ask him to let you go in a nice way and i will give him better than you so people in your life whoever they are if you idolize them and you thought they ne- they'll never do anything bad and they did that was your problem they will do both your choice which one registers with you which one will you pick whether it's your spouse whether it's your children whether it's your friends relatives whoever people will do both they will do both good and they will do bad your choice what you want to collect and that's why i remind myself when you have a selective memory remember the good forget the bad remember the lesson don't forget the lesson but forget what happened because believe me that's why the seerah is such a beautiful example believe me whatever happens to you and me will never be even close to what happened to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam the best not just the best human being the best of all creation of every kind people hurt him people insulted him people did all kinds of stuff to him which people it's not even close what might come to you or me yet he forgave all of them he forgave all of them so what is your excuse what's my excuse not to forgive our brothers and sisters and we know the hadith of abu of abu daud in 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 sunan abu daud we know the hadith of abu hurairah radhiyallahu he said rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said it is haram unlawful for a muslim brother or sister to have anything bad in their heart about their brother or sister to quarrel with them not speak to them not give salam to them not return their salam it is haram for them to do that for more than 3 days and he said if they do it for more than 3 days and they die they will enter jahannam it is as serious as that so let's not fall into that trap so leave in this issue 
of forgive and forgive and forget please remember make this a law for yourself inshallah third thing is fasting is not only about what goes into our mouths fasting is also about what comes out of our mouths so fasting against riba backbiting slander bohtan namima innuendo casting aspersions lying cheating even if we don't say, speak haram talking about things which have really no value and the top of the line in that is politics because seriously believe me there's not a single person sitting here who can have any effect on actual things on the ground in politics whether it's in this country or any country at the most what you can do is in an election in this country you can go and cast your vote and we know how many of us do that but we spend hours and hours and hours talking about what is happening in pakistan and what is happening in palestine what's happening in china and india and this and that. for what this is from shaitan just talking all the time love even if it's not haram it's, it's not earning you any good deeds and why would you want to do something which is not earning you anything good as far as riba and so on is concerned i i mean i don't even need to recite the ayat for you and tell you the hadith we know all of this I don't think there is a single person here who does not know what is the evil of backbiting. Anyone who does not know what is the sin of backbiting, who does not know what happens if you backbite, not a single person, right? Alhamdulillah. As I told you, it's not just our knowledge. Knowing and not doing is worse. So let us not fall into that uh, trap. We ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala Jalla Jalaluhu to help us to follow this deen and to make the best of Ramadan. أقول قولي هذا استغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد قال تعالى إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد أبرد السستر دي فاينل بوينت عن دي سكند بوينت أوف ذا ثري أوف ذا فور إيش أنا مينشن the issue of fasting with what comes out of our mouths it's also important to fast in what comes out of our thumbs because they work on the keyboard and the phone you know the hadith of the salat the not the, the, the hadith about who are the bankrupt the hadith in muslim sharif which is also in riyadh salihin where rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam asked the people he said who are the bankrupt of this ummah they say ya rasulullah they are the people who have no dirham or dinar no property nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said the real bankrupt of my ummah are the is the one who will come on the day of resurrection with salat and saum and sadaqa but he will find himself bankrupt because all his good deeds would have been exhausted because he reviled people he brought calumny against others he unlawfully devoured the wealth of others he shed the blood of, blood of others he attacked their honor and so on and so his good deeds will be credited to the account of those who suffered at his hand and if his good deeds fall short to clear the account 
their sins will be entered into his account and he would be thrown in the, in the hellfire. I remember when I first read this hadith, the thought in my mind was, how can anyone bring so many evil deeds, a normal human being, how can so many evil deeds that all the good is exhausted? I'm not doubting the hadith, I'm saying how is it possible? Until I discovered social media. Because remember, one thing you write on the social media will tour the earth. It will circulate in, hyper, in, in uh, cyberspace and you are in your khabar and it is earning jahannam for you. Right? That thing has got eternal life, not you. So please, be very careful. Stay far away from all this stuff. Fame can only do us harm. So why seek it? What Allah gives, that's up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Stay out of it. Get out of social media, detox yourself. Ramadan is a good opportunity. Just get out of it completely, once and for all. Get out of Facebook, get out of Snapchat, get out of all the all this stuff. We don't need any of that. Maybe just have one chat for to make international phone calls free. That's it. Other than that, we don't need it. Get out of it and remember, you will, you will feel how completely relieved. Uh, there are a couple of characters who listened to me saying this two, three years ago and you asked them. Number three, forgive everyone no matter what. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught us this dua. رَبَّنَا إِنَّنَا سَمِعْنَا مُنَادِيَ يُنَادِي لِلْإِيمَانِ أَنْ آمِنُوا بِرَبِّكُمْ فَأَمَنَّا رَبَّنَا فَاغْفِرْ لَنَا ذُنُوبَنَا وَكَفِّرْ لَنَا سَيَّاتِنَا وَتَوَفَّنَا مَعَ الْأَبْرَارِ Verily, we have heard the call of the one Muhammad وسلم, calling to the faith. And he said, believe in your Rabb. And we believed. Our Rabb, forgive our sins and erase our evil deeds and make us die in a state of righteousness. Along with the Rabb, with the good people, obedient people. Forgive and wipe out. One is to forgive. The sin was there, it is still there, it just struck out. So you're not going to get anything bad for it, but it is still there in your record. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, forgive and wipe it out as if it never happened. The malaika will be able, will be made to forget it's no longer in the book. See the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My brothers and sisters, it is very, very important for us to follow this and to ensure that we do not, we take heed of things. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for example, said in his, in his book in Surah Al-Imran, about the good people, الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ فِي السَّرَّاءِ وَالضَّرَّاءِ وَالْكَاظِمِينَ غَيْظِ وَالْعَافِينَ عَنِ النَّاسِ وَاللَّهُ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ These are the people who spend in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's cause, in His cause, during ease and hardship, and who restrain their anger, and who pardon the people. Right? They spend, when they have plenty, and when they do not, they still make, they, they are still charitable. And then, they restrain anger. They don't get angry. Anger is natural. But expressing that anger is a different issue. That's a choice. So restrain their anger. And then they pardon the people. And Allah loves Al-Muhsineen. People who do good. Abdul Razak reported that a slave girl who belonged to Ali bin Hussein bin Ali bin Bitalib radiallahu anhu the grandson of Sayyidina Ali bin Abi Talib Zainul Abidin She was pouring water for him for wudu and she dropped the pot on his head. So he was injured. So he turned and looked at her. Obviously he was angry. If you drop the pot on somebody's head, what do you think they will be? But this girl also, she, mean, she, she knew her Quran. 
سو امیڈیٹلی شی سیڈ ولکاز امین الغیز دوز ہو ریسٹرین دیر اینگر سو ہی سیڈ آئی ہیو ریسٹرین مائی اینگر اینڈ دین شی اسمارٹ شی از ٹیکنگ ایڈوانٹیج آف دس سچویشن رائٹ یہ از دا گرینڈ سن آف سعید علی بن ابیدار رضی اللہ عنہ ہو از کلوزر ٹو دا قرآن دین دی آل آف رسول اللہ صلی اللہ So she said, وَالْقَاذِمِنَ الْغَيْضِ He said, I have restrained my anger. Then she said, وَالْعَافِنَ عَنِ النَّاسِ And they forgive the people. He said, I have forgiven you. And then she said, and then she said وَاللَّهُ يُعِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ Allah loves those who do ihsan. He said, you are free, go. Huh? The reason I'm saying this is, this is the nature of the muttaqi. That when he is reminded of the hukum of Allah, he doesn't hesitate. Samana watana. I heard, I obeyed. I may forget, I didn't know, I, I knew, but I forgot, all that. But the moment somebody reminds me, immediately. No argument about it. This is the nature of the muttaqoon. This is the month also of charity. Abu Huraira Radhiallahu Anhu narrated, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Charity does not decrease wealth. No one forgives, but Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala increases him in honor. No one humbles himself before Allah, but Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala raises his status. Abdurrahman ibn Awf Radhiallahu Anhu narrated that Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, There are three things concerning which by the one in whose hand is the soul of Muhammad sallallahu I would certainly swear an oath. Wealth does not decrease because of charity, so give charity. No man pardons another for some mistreatment seeking thereby the pleasure of Allah, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will raise him in status thereby. And no one asks of people, no one asks of people, But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will increase him in poverty. And this is in Muslim Imam Ahmad. Last point, do something special only for Allah and keep it secret. Don't tell anybody. That is very, very important. Shaitan t- takes away our sins in many ways. And one of the ways he takes the sins away is he makes us say things which remind people how pious we are and how You know, Allah focused we are and how we are doing these great things in, in, in Ramadan. Why are you doing it? If you are doing it for Allah, Allah do it for Allah. Don't tell people about it. Do whatever you need to do silently, quietly. Keep it for Allah. Remember the story of the three people who were trapped in the cave. Um, you know the story, I'm not going to repeat it here. Who were trapped in the cave, landslide, rock slides. They're trapped. They're going to die there. And one of them said, Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, make the wasila of something you did only for Allah, which only Allah knows. And they made dua. Three of them, each of them had a wasila, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala released them. My question to myself is, What secret deeds do I have which only Allah knows? I know many of us have secret deeds which are actually evil deeds. We hide them from the world. One of the, one of the greatest evils of this Ummah is pornography. 
اینڈ پیپل آف آل ایجز ڈونٹ بلیم دا کڈس پیپل آف آل ایجز یو ہائڈ اینڈ یو ڈو اینڈ یو واچ اسٹاف یو شوڈ ناٹ واچ ہائڈنگ فرام ہوم فرام اللہ رسول صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم سیٹ دا ورسٹ آف ڈیٹس ورسٹ آف ڈیٹس دا مفوب دا ورسٹ آف ڈیٹس آر دوز وچ یو نو آر ایول یو ڈو دیٹ ہائڈنگ دیم فرام پیپل بٹ یو آر ناٹ اشیمڈ دیٹ اللہ سبحان از سینگ دیٹ My purpose of saying all of this to you, my brothers and sisters, is to remind myself and you that Alhamdulillah, 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 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in His infinite mercy and grace gave us Ramadan al-Kareem. The doors of His forgiveness are open. Let us change our lives, completely reboot. Whatever we did till today, wipe it clean. This is the opportunity. Completely wipe it clean. There's no... There's nothing but nothing which can stop us from doing that if we want to do that. And Alhamdulillah, the very fact that we are sitting here in this masjid, listening to the khutbah in Jumu'ah, fasting is evidence that this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants for us. But Allah does not force anybody. We will walk into Jannah on our own stream and we will walk into Jahannam on our own stream. There's no, Allah will not force anyone into Jannah or Jahannam. So it's up to us what choices we want to make. It doesn't matter what we did till today. Make istighfar, make tawbah, stop doing that. If it was wrong, and believe me, we don't need any muftis and fatwas. We know if it is wrong. If it was wrong, stop it. Right now, make the niyyah now. As soon as you get to wherever you need to get to, stop it. If it is right, alhamdulillah, thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and continue. And do good stuff in secret. Don't tell anybody. Whatever it is, let it be between you and Allah. Let's learn to talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ask Allah to give us the words that please Him. We know the hadith in Ibn Majah and Tabarani and Bayhaqi. Nabi sallallahu said, a man once asked Allah, he said, Ya Rabbi lak alhamdu kama yambaghi li jalali wajik wa li azimi sultanik. He said, oh Allah, all praise belongs to you as befits the glory of your countenance and the greatness of your might. And the malaika were uncertain how much reward to write for this. So they go to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and say, Ya Rabbi, your slave remembered you in these words. We don't know what reward we should write. What shall we write? Nabi Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, what did he say? And of course, Allah knows what he said. Because Allah gave him those words. What did he say? And Allah asked this question because Allah wants to establish a hujja, an evidence for the slave, in favor of the slave. Then the malaika say, Ya Rabbi, he said, Rabbi lakal hamdu kama yambaghi li jalali wajik wa li azimi sultanik. O Allah, all praise and thanks for you in keeping with the glory and majesty of your countenance and in keeping with the glory and majesty of your quwwat and taqat and your kingdom and your might. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to them, write it down just as he said it. And I will reward him for it in keeping with my glory and majesty. Now what is the reward? So let us do that. Let us ask Allah to give us words to praise him which please him. I ask this for myself and you. Ya Rabbi, give us the words to praise you in ways that please you. And keep it secret. Don't tell anybody about it.
keep it secret between you and Allah. We ask Allah to give us the ability to do things that please Him. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be pleased with that. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jala jala luhu, to give us sincerity in our hearts. Ikhlas unniyah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the tawfiq to say and do only that which pleases Him. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to take maximum benefit out of this Ramadan. To make this the best Ramadan yet of our lives. And if this is our last Ramadan, to make it the best Ramadan of our lives. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us whatever we have done. We ask Allah to wipe those things from our deeds to uh, so that even the record of it doesn't remain. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jala jalaluhu, to fill our hearts with his noor, with his hub, with his love, with the love of his Habib Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make our lives on the ittiba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa to make our lives a reflection of the beautiful life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa 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 sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa